Back in 1994, I attended my husband's family reunion, and there were a ton of kids there, all ages, and this was before we had children. And I looked at all the kids around and I thought, what a shit show. I want absolutely nothing to do with that. I'm gonna have a different kind of family. I'm gonna have kids that don't fight, they don't argue with me, they don't lip off, they don't kick and scream, and they're not going to be eating sugar and high fructose corn syrup. And then, in 1995, I had my first child. Now, this story could have been about a lot of different things because I have three children. I considered talking about the disadvantages of cloth diapers and washing your own, uh, that it is possible to have a husband that can't handle cloth diapers and rinsing them out in the toilet, and in fact, may retch so hard that he pulls his back out. <laughs> I thought about talking about the parents that blah, 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 how great their kids are and mine aren't and how irritating that is. <laughs> and I thought about talking about my kids when they were three and four and how they got a hold of a church microphone and told their poopy butt fart stories <laughs> until someone finally stopped them. But that's nothing that you can really take home, that you can use. And I wanted to send you off with a little nugget to put in your pocket. <laughs> so I thought I'd talk about my, my child-rearing motto. And it, it goes like this. If you're not having fun, then why are you doing it? <laughs> By God, one way or another, I'm going to have fun, no matter what's happening, because life is hard enough, and when you have kid issues, you don't need it. I came to this motto years ago when I was working in a doctor's office and uh, the physician said, you know, I've got this 16-year-old daughter. She's, I don't know what to do. She's smoking. And I've told her the long-term effects. I've bribed her. I've cried. I've carried on. And nothing. And I said, well, you've got to fight fire with fire. You've got to do what she's doing, but do it better. You have to start smoking heavily. He's like, I don't get it. Yeah, I said, here's what you do. You light up around her friends. You ask them for a light. And then you go on and on about how wrong you were. That, yeah, you do feel cooler. You are cool now that you're smoking. And he's like, that, whatever. A week later, problem solved. She said, Dad, you look like an idiot. If you stop smoking, I'll stop smoking. <laughs> Flash forward, my daughter's in seventh grade. And you know, things are going pretty well. I say pretty well because, you know, it's never great. <laughs> so she, she, she comes home and, and randomly, just randomly, starts lying. Lie, lie, lie. Lying about everything. Things she didn't need to lie about. Uh, who she had lunch with, what she ate for lunch, who her teachers, what they said that day. I'm like, Colleen, honey, why are you lying? I don't know. You don't know? Okay, that's weird. Honey, <laughs> lying is a sin. You are either going to go to purgatory or maybe hell. 
and, and, and you're changing the relationship with your mother, and that's so hurtful. I begged, I pleaded, I bribed, to no avail. Randomly, I found myself in my closet with a large goblet of wine. <laughs> and, and I was crying. And I thought, this is spiraling out of control. And then I remembered, I'm not having fun. So I did what any good mother would do. I started lying. I lied about everything. Honey, you know that chicken salad you like so much? I packed a big bunch, it's in your lunch, and you can share it with your friends. No, just two dirty apples. Honey, you know that dress you saw online for the dance? I got it for you, it was really expensive, but you're worth it. There's no dress. <laughs> what, you're ready to be picked up at school? You're sitting out on the sidewalk and you're cold? Oh, honey, I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> no, no. Eventually, after many nights of me dreaming about lies, she came to me and said, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Please. So we both stopped lying. A few years later, high school shows up. I get a call from the school. Your daughter's dressed inappropriately. Uh, not possible. She left in boots, coat, hat, jeans. It's not what she's wearing right now. She's wearing really tight yoga pants and a blouse that is uh, very low cut. You need to come and do something about this. Well, at first I'm like, my God, my daughter is dressing like a slut. <laughs> and then I remembered. <laughs> Short, tight dress, tight lacy uh, <clears throat> tights, and eight-inch heels, and I show up at school. <laughs> Hello, Colleen's mommy's here to drop off some things for her. <laughs> here you go, honey. I look around the classroom, priceless. <laughs> I didn't get that call again. Two weeks ago, my son, 16, shows up home from school. He bought himself a vape. I'm like, oh, all right, can I see it? Uh, all right, so I hold it, I turn it over in my hand a few times, and I take the longest drag <laughs> off of a vape that's ever been done. Now, I have asthma. <laughs> My chest became like a drum, super tight, hurt. I'm wheezing, I'm coughing, I can't catch my breath. He's running around the house. Where's your inhaler? Where's your inhaler? <laughs> Finally, things settle down. I sit down. I said, Sean, I want you to know, I think you've made a good choice. I think you're really gonna enjoy this vape. He said, you know what? You ruined it, thanks a lot. <laughs> and he threw it in the garbage. And I said, yeah, but you didn't notice that I was still having fun. <laughs> Thank you.